perceived soft approach to Sikh extremist groups in Canada. And he frankly didn't help the situation by going in heavy on the national dress pandering with Indian outfit after Indian outfit that seemed a bit much. I mean, it's not like when Modi visits Ottawa, he turns up in full Canadian formal dress, by which I, of course, mean a gravy-stained Toronto Raptors jersey and Roots sweatpants. Slackline quote of the day broadcast. You are here with the boss. The boss is coming! Made up dumb fairy tale name, you We are once again chatting quotes. Uh, sorry you missed uh, yesterday's episode. Today is February 28th, 2018, last day of February. Uh, missed yesterday's episode due to some uh, technical difficulties trying to post it. Uh, but here we go. Uh, been doing a lot of the, uh, a lot of reporting on the gun control and talking about uh, the kids in Florida and and uh, and the mass shooting and all that type of stuff. So thought we'd take a little deviation from that today and uh, talk some talk some Canadian politics. We are in Canada, and um, and even though it's not as exciting sometimes, uh, it is uh, does obviously affect us. And uh, so we're going to chat a little bit about that. Uh, Justin Trudeau was over in India on a trip, which apparently did not go fantastic. Um, a few factors playing into that. Uh, a, apparently Trudeau has a bit of a soft stance on extremism in India. Uh, which is something that uh, you don't like to hear, and and the big word around is uh, is kind of how ridiculous he made himself look by uh, insisting on dressing in traditional Indian garb. Um, a lot of people saying he looked like he was at a wedding or in a crappy Bollywood movie. Um, and, uh, and that the trip was kind of a, a weird, a weird sort of, uh, vacation where they, they planned all the vacation stuff in the first few days of the trip and then all the business stuff in the second part of the trip and India, I guess, had asked them to reverse it and the Canadian, uh, the prime minister's office declined that. Uh, so yeah, uh, with that in mind, we will get to our quote today. Uh, and uh, Jerry, who's bringing us our quote? Our quote is coming to you from Overkill Killer. Uh, do you have a friend who is overdoing it when meeting new people? The Overkill Killer is for you. It will settle down your friends, subdue them into a state of relaxation, 
uh, where they may be able to actually associate with people properly. Uh, that, again, is overkill killer. And they bring us our quote today uh, coming from Wall, coming from Washington Post journalist Barca Dutt, or Dutt. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, so I apologize. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to Dut, Barca Dut, um, Indian journalist, uh, in a column in the Washington Post. Uh, her quote says, "Suddenly, all that charisma and cuteness seemed constructed, manufactured, and above all, not serious." Uh, that is her take on Justin Trudeau. As a former fan of his, uh, she uh, she was not impressed by his visit to India. Um, it, it, that seems to be a common theme uh, with Justin Trudeau. I was a similar way. Um, people seem to be enamored with him from afar. He's a good-looking guy. He talks decently in front of people. Uh, but then uh, when you see him in person, it's pretty easy to see... Uh, how uh how manufactured most of what he says is and uh and how his and how his lack of experience really really shines through pretty blatantly um it's tough you know i was a i was a liberal voter i voted for trudeau kind of begrudgingly actually um honestly the the options for a uh, leader of canada were not fantastic the last go around um, especially if you were somebody who, uh, you know, was looking for something different than Harper, um, and looking for a little bit of, uh, you know, progressive change, you know, Trudeau spouted a lot of that, but it was pretty, you know, if you listened to him for more than a few minutes, it was pretty easy to kind of roll your eyes and, and hear the script and, uh, you know, not really take most of what he was getting at seriously. Uh, and and a lot of people seem to agree that, you know, when voting for the Liberals, it was kind of in spite of Trudeau. And, um, at least where uh, where I'm from, Calgary, which is obviously a very conservative place. Most of the people that are liberal there um, are, uh, you know, even even the liberal ones are relatively conservative compared to the rest of Canada. But and that's, you know, relatively liberal compared to, you know, conservative parts of the U.S. and whatnot. You know, with the name Trudeau and stuff attached, it was a pretty hard sell there, considering uh, the way that his father kind of looked at, at the West and and uh, and kind of isolated it. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of you throw your vote at him and, and hope that the, the leaders around him, the people that are around him will execute the plan that they're talking about and know a few things have come along but you know for the most part it's been pretty stagnant um the medical marijuana thing is kind of the marijuana legalization seems to be happening which you know was one of the major things that they they campaigned on so that's good um but that's a pretty populist thing i mean uh it is uh it will generate revenue uh within this within the country for sure um you know you take a six billion dollar uh industry and make it taxable that's a, that's obviously a big thing but um you know beyond that it's been a lot of uh a lot of fluff and and stifling actually um uh, they changed the tax code a bit which i think w- was a decent uh a decent change but uh 
at the same time, uh, you know, they're stifling energy exports by uh, by stopping pipeline builds and stuff like that, uh, which can go either way with people. But, uh, you know, I, I'm an environmentalist as much as anybody. Um, but, you know, we need oil for a lot of things and we're going to use it. And if the pipelines aren't built, they're moving it other ways, which are worse. So um, that's uh, that's just a fact. Uh, anyways, I actually had the chance to uh, to ask a question to Trudeau when he was on the campaign trail. A buddy of mine uh, had tickets to this show, not show, had tickets to this uh, um, conference with him uh, at the Petroleum Club in Calgary. So it was belly of the beast, and I thought it would be interesting to show up, and I did, and um, you know, he had this big, long scripted speech that was pretty catered to the crowd. Um, and, you know, I went in there, this is a little, this is a few months before the election. I went in there with the, uh, you know, with an open mind, you know, willing and, and able to be convinced by Trudeau to, to, to have me vote for him. And, and to be frank, I came out of it not being convinced and, and if I wasn't convinced, as probably one of the more liberal people you'd you'd meet around there, um, nobody else in that room would have been convinced. And yeah, they had a question period, and I asked them. I actually asked them a pointed question about, um, you know, international trade and selling our oil overseas and that type of thing. And and he kind of dodged around the question and sort of answered it in an okay way but it took him probably 10 minutes to answer it with a bunch of other lines from his script and stuff like that that were thrown back in and you know again as a as somebody that was willing to be convinced I was not um I ended up voting liberal anyways because um you know the NDP was uh you know Mulcair is kind of a madman and I wasn't really on board with what he had going on and uh and the conservatives i mean they're they're just things that i can't tolerate you know homophobia and anti-science and these types of things and and there are our our anti-science uh sides of liberalism as far as like anti-vaccination and anti-gmo and stuff like that is concerned but those aren't getting into policy as much as uh you know, stifling scientists' uh, findings and and uh, you know, cultural barbaric cultural practices hotlines and those types of things. So, um, yeah, you were kind of stuck at that uh, point if you were if you were a liberal person in Canada, and so we ended up with Trudeau, and and this is what we get. You know, he's kind of a glorified rock star, and you know, a little bit, I think, uh, missing the point of what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, kind of seems to be treating it more as like an ambassador or figurehead sort of position. When, um, I mean, you gotta do, you gotta do stuff, man. You gotta do work, and uh, it seems like this trip to India exemplified, you know, his view on things. As uh, you know, a lot of sources say that he was tried to convince to flip his schedule so that. Uh, he went there and did business first and then kind of the vacation and tourist thing uh, second. 
but apparently the Canadian side insisted that they they kept the itinerary the way it was, and and a lot of uh, a lot of Indian people caught up caught on to, you know, kind of the tourist aspect of it over the uh, over the diplomatic aspect of it, and and you know roasted them for it. Uh, and then he had uh, he had uh, a former terrorist accused of well terrorist might be a strong word but um apparently uh you know an extremist that uh is a separatist in for a state in in india and had attempted to murder a, a moderate politician uh you know in the 80s and and he ended up on a guest list for um for trudeau's party uh at the at the canada house which uh um, turned out to not necessarily be his fault, but he is the prime minister and he is the one on the trip. So, um, yeah, it's just stuff that doesn't look good and stuff that, you know, uh, shows a lack of attention to detail and a lack of attention to, you know, what his, his actual job is. So, um, you know, the accounts are that it, things kind of smoothed over near the end as he actually got into, you know, uh, international talks and diplomatic talks with uh, with Modi and, and um apparently Modi is a, is very fond of him and they had uh they had a uh you know very warm embrace and those types of things so um seems like it worked out okay i mean i don't think that uh that canadian indian ties are really holding the world together so i don't think it's a huge huge deal but it is for canada so um Hopefully uh, Trudeau's next international trip, wherever it may be, goes a little bit smoother and and uh, and is more uh, world leaderly than touristy. Uh, and uh, maybe that's where we'll cut it off for today. Uh, that quote again from a Barkad Dut, uh, Indian journalist uh, writing for the Washington Post. Suddenly, all that charisma and cuteness seem constructed, manufactured, and above all, not serious. Uh, again, Parkadut in reference to Justin Trudeau and his uh, trip through the through India and and uh, meetings with the president there. Uh, that quote again brought to us by Overkill Killer. Uh, have a friend who is overdoing it when meeting new people. Try overkill killer uh, will subdue your friend and uh, bring them back down to earth so they can have normal conversations with people and normal interactions with uh, international diplomats. And that, again, is it for the Slack line. Thanks to Crooked Spies for providing their tunes as usual. Um, Make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at the.slack.line. On Twitter at Slackline underscore radio and on iTunes and YouTube at the Slackline Podcast. You have been listening to the boss. The boss is coming! And uh, we are out for today and we will talk to everybody tomorrow. Hope everybody has a good day. Well, I'm a man. A man on fire. Watch me burn, watch me burn to this heart don't desire. Well, I'm a man, a man on fire.
Cause I'm a man